Hey girl, thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. My name is Holly Wright and I am the host of Her and I am super excited. Um, Today is Labor Day, so happy Labor Day, ladies. Thanks for listening. Um, We are kicking off a brand new topic for the month of September and I have titled this topic, Girl Be Bold. So we are going to be discussing and talking about um, having boldness, what it looks like to get boldness, and just different life situations that us girls have walked through to gain boldness. Um, So I'm super honored and excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker all the way from Colorado. Um, She's an entrepreneur, um, a and an awesome boss lady who is just has tons of wisdom. Um, her name is Jennifer. So hi, Jennifer. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Holly. It's totally an honor to be here. And I love, love your theme for September. Just honored Yeah, I'm super excited today. to hear your heart and just kind of what you do. I know that we've chatted a little bit in the past with having Zoom meetings together and text message. So I know a little bit about what you do. So why don't you tell the girls kind of who you are, where you're from and what you do? Thank you again so much for having me. And you know what, Holly, when people ask me this question, I always say I've had so many different segments of a beautiful journey and God has always caught me during each step of the way. And especially in areas where I've had to be bold myself. And to be honest, I started really in my grassroots of of high performance athleticism. I I ran track in college and became a pretty high level athlete and became ultimately an All-American and thus began my journey and kind of learning more about myself. And from there, I learned a lot more about wellness Mm -hmm. because go figure as an athlete, I got injured sometimes and I got to know a lot of practitioners and I found my passion for life and I really got more into wellness, but not only wellness physical, but I started appreciating because of my own journey, which I know we'll go into many areas of wellness and that that it's more than just physical and that emotional, spiritual, and mental play a huge part in overall wellness and thus begin my journey to help support people on all levels. So became an integrative holistic practitioner and I have owned two separate integrative physical therapy practices and I've been able to help support people in their overall wellness. And during that same time, I started developing a lot of entrepreneurial skills, right? And leadership skills. And what has happened, it's transcended me into this new space of supporting people. I love helping people in wellness from a physical brick and mortar space, but I've been able to now in the last few years, jump into this coaching and speaking realm where I can still do wellness and vitality coaching, which I felt was really something missing in the world of wellness, but also speak on that and speak on leadership. I do find a lot of people that are entrepreneurs and really wanting to go high level and career and create impact. We're not just struggling in wellness, but also their own leadership for self and ultimately their team. So I found this beautiful dance of moving into this wellness and leadership space in the last few years with my experience, both in wellness from an athlete to a practitioner, to my leadership skills, just an entrepreneurship. And I'm honored and humbled that I get to work with people every day, coaching, speaking, connecting with epic people like you to continue my own wellness and leadership journey, but help those toward theirs. Because I do believe when you dial in your unique wellness and your unique leadership, you're unstoppable. And I 100% believe that even in times when you have to step Mm -hmm. in boldness, as you talk about during some really tough times, that's kind of where I'm at in my journey. Kind of Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, thank you for being able to speak to an honor to have you and just so much wisdom in you. Um, And I'm so glad what's funny, too, is I remember you reaching out to me through Instagram, I want to say like a month or two ago. And I had really just been like praying for like awesome entrepreneurial women and just people who get what I'm doing. And so when you reached out to me, I was like, oh my God, answered prayer. So I'm just excited to have you on the podcast Mm -hmm. and do life with you too. Um, 
I guess my first question for you for um, the podcast is if you could go back to like college days um, or, you know, going into being an athlete, was there ever a season of your life where you struggled with boldness or finding boldness? A hundred percent. And Holly, I think the only way you can be mm-hmm. bold is when you are struggling to be quite frank. And, and I've had my periods, you know, I've been around the block many times and whenever I got bold, it's because of the darkness I was in. And I truly believe the phrase that the dust before the dawn. And I always believe that God taught me the most during those dark moments where I really had to go deep in my darkest moments to get the other side. And part of my journey, why I got more into mentally, emotional, spiritual components of wellness is because that was where my struggle was at is was in mental wellness and I struggled for years in chronic severe debilitating depression and back in the day it was still kind of a stigma to even talk about people didn't even know how to support people in that area and and wondered, well, what was wrong with them? So it was really not a platform that was broken out like it is today. And I'm so blessed and honored to see that that is being opened up to be have people supported in that area because there's many people that struggle in that area of wellness. But my own journey to healing through my anxiety and depression came from that darkness. And I had to take a step in boldness by reaching out to close family members and friends and, and be vulnerable and really have courage boldness to say, Hey, you know, I look like I have it all together, but I don't, I'm really struggling in this area and I need your guys' support. And that's where the Mm -hmm. conversation began and where my true journey of my initial boldness began is when I had to really step in courage with my vulnerability. Like I could be rejected for what I'm talking about. And just by taking that step was my first Mm -hmm. real taste. I will say in boldness is when I knew I could be rejected. I had to be open and show my brokenness to the people that cared about me the most. I yeah. thought I quote had it all together and say, no, I don't. So that was my first taste of needing to be bold is with my own struggle. Yeah, that's awesome wellness. too. And I think comparison, the spirit of comparison really comes in because like the, the spirit of com- the root of comparison is fear. And so com- I think comparison can steal mm-hmm. our boldness too, when, especially when we're trying to figure out what it, what even boldness looks like or feels like or is the definition of or trying to get to the next place, you know. So I think comparison is something that, especially being an athlete, I was an athlete in high school um, in college as well. And I just remember always like I, I wanted to be bold and I there was moments where I could exceed. But just comparing yourself, you know, all the time of who's a better athlete, who's quicker, you know body image, just everything too. So, um, I think, Mm -hmm. was there ever a time in your, like, cause, cause comparison can rob our boldness. Was there ever a time in Mm -hmm. your life, whether it was high school or being an athlete that you really struggled with, um, you know, getting to that next spot with like releasing comparison and actually stepping out? Oh, a hundred percent. I think anybody that's probably listening to your product podcast, I'm going to assume Holly is probably a driven high achieving person. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be an athlete to be, suffer comparison, but I will say yes, high level athletes. That's a no brainer. Many of us struggle in different levels, different ways of comparing to the, the next athlete. Can I beat them? Can our team beat them? Can I beat my, my friend's time on the team? How can I be faster, stronger, all that different stuff. So, you know, I'm going to say side note, devil's advocate, you yeah. know, pride, ego comparison, when used in a very quarantined way 
is what also elevates all of us human beings right. to a higher level to achieve. The problem is where I feel Satan takes comparison is we connect it to significance. And that's what a lot of high level athletes, what my experience was, as well as high achieving leaders that I deal with every day, that one of their issues of, of, of comparison is that they use it as a way of, if I'm better than them, I will be right. more significant because at the end of the day, we all want to be loved and feel significant. That is, that's a mm -hmm. huge primary human need that God has put in all of us. So I think the biggest step is to understand that can, you know, that significance shouldn't be tied to comparison. There's a lot of steps to, to break free of that, which I do a lot in my coaching and speaking from. And once you can do that, then you can break free from that comparison. But I think we all have that tendency to compare. We're human beings, but understanding that it doesn't give you significance and you shouldn't connect it to significance, I think will help break you free from that need to compare. Because I agree with you, it can really stall you. And one thing I talk a lot about, the first step in that, kind of breaking free from comparison, breaking free from significance to comparison, mm -hmm. is what I call soul possession. I believe that God has put in each individual, each each of us, and by the way, I am an identical twin, and I still have a mm -hmm. unique individual path, and he has put in me my soul possession. Like, stop comparing. I have put mm -hmm. this unique strength, this unique fire and passion for something that I want you to be passionate about and be driven about. Forget everybody else. Mm -hmm. Put that in you. See that right now, Jennifer. And I find when I really focus on that, and him and I are having this communication dance, all of a sudden comparison starts right. flooding away. And I stop looking left and right. And I stop looking on Instagram who looks better in this shirt or whatever it is or how far along they are in coaching because I'm doing my path. And I feel like if you really get possessed and consumed with your life and do this dance and communication with God, like, no, over here, Jennifer, look at what I'm giving you to be passionate about, to be driven about, to be your soul possession. I truly believe is the first step in breaking free from comparison in every way and actually stepping into your boldness. I think when you do that, you also lose this tendency to think that you could be, quote, rejected because besides comparison, I was really afraid that I'd be rejected for sharing my biggest yeah. struggle, my biggest darkness, not only mm -hmm. comparison, but rejection. So rejection and comparison are very kind of one of the same coin. And I think if we can just step in vulnerability, step in courage to let people see our dark side, that will give us boldness to go down this lovely, beautiful, self-possessed life. And guess what? Fade right. that comparison out the door. So I think you kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, I that's really, awesome really too. Do. I think... I think a lot too is like we overthink it too. Like being, it's easier said than done. Yes. But I know after talking with friends or just my past experience, like we overthink the situation. And um, I know for yes. me, like there's been times where God's like, just slow down. Like, look what I gave you. What I, look what I've put in your hand, or look who I've brought in your life, or you know, look what door I've opened. Yeah. Because we can we can be so far ahead and and just miss the moment, miss the process of what He has for us right yes. now. Um, I think my last question for you would be if you could go back to Jennifer in high school or college or even just a few years ago, um, looking back at moments maybe that you missed out on because you were so focused ahead or comparison or that kept you from being mm -hmm. bold, what are three things you would tell your old self if you could go back? That's such a beautiful question. And one thing I would say is this, which this probably sounds a little counterintuitive to a lot of people, first and foremost, elevate others mm -hmm. to be better than you. 
elevate others to be better than you. I don't care if it's you're a track athlete and you want to run fast. Make sure everybody on your team is is on the, the trajectory mm-hmm. to running faster mm-hmm. than you, be better than you. I don't care what it is. That's my number one thing because when you take the focus off yourself, it is amazing how ultimately, ironically, God intuitively brings the best self of you out. So I would say whatever area that you were trying to be the best in, make sure someone's trying to, is going to be better than you. Elevate them Mm -hmm. to be better than you, to be in their truest form, to really get that moment in your true self, ironically, and your boldness will come out. The next thing I would say is inspire yourself to not be perfect. I would actually challenge when I go back, be goofy, do things that you know you're going to screw up at because you know you're not going to be great at it at first. Be willing to step into imperfection mm-hmm. very quickly. That's the second thing I would tell you because if you get used to that, as life throws curveballs at you, let's just be honest. Yeah. When you get good at stuff, right? We're not right. going to be 100% perfect all the time. I would say to my other self is not only elevate those to be better than you, but second, be imperfect at a lot of things. Force yourself to do things that you actually going to screw up the first time because you know you're not that good at it or you're maybe not that talented because it allows you to show your weakness, your vulnerability, and be okay and feel safe that people are seeing that and see that you can actually elevate and improve beyond that. Breaking free from perfectionism helps you also break free from comparison, helps you also break free from this lack of desire of being vulnerable because people are already seeing that. If you integrate that early in your life, you will learn that life is just a show of up and down and not being perfect anyway. Integrate that early in your life is not being perfect. Doing things that you end up being imperfect in is, is truly, truly the thing that I would give to people. And finally, this sounds really interesting. Find something in your life that makes you feel Mm -hmm. courageous. I don't care if it's, this sounds really funny, Holly, a stuffed animal, a person, a quote that just makes you feel courageous because then when you feel this, this, this pull that I don't want to be bold, I'm feeling the darkness, I'm feeling the comparison, whatever you go back to that stuffed animal, you go back to that person, you go back to this quote I think will help you step a little bit more into your courage because whatever you've picked helps you vibrate at a more positive, energetic, confident frequency. So having that in the background, I remember, you know, as an adult now, I have different quotes that change out or different stuffed animals or different things in my room that are high vibes. So if I know that I'm not feeling courageous, I can look at that in my room or a quote or a stuffed animal or a person that I respect. And it elevates me to a new level and it creates boldness for me. So those are the three things I would say to any young adult that I would say to myself is, Whatever you're good at, inspire yeah. to be better than you because ultimately it's going to make you better too. Two, you have got to get used to being imperfect. Do stuff every day at a young age that you fall flat on your face because for one, that's life. And two, you're going to be able to get up more quickly and efficiently because you learned it at a young age to continue to aspire to be better and better. And that also breaks you free from perfectionism and comparison and also allows you to be vulnerable. Yeah. You're screwing up no, I people, love that. Right? I love that too third, because I, I yeah. know for me, like, Growing up, like, I, I grew up with a very, like, strict dad. Everything was, like, very A type A. And so, like, I struggled. Well, I was always, like, perfect at everything. My grades, my athlete, like, everything I did felt like had to be perfect. So I would say the past 
two years, I'm like, Holly, you've got to like live, (laughs) like take a breath. So I feel like Mm. for me, like I've been learning to like be in videos with speaking because it's easy to speak on recording Um, or like running. I grew up playing sports with a ball. I was never a runner. So like for me, I'm like learning to train myself how to run. And I love that you said that is like strive for things that you're not good at because like in reality nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. but if you stay in the comfort zone you'll never grow and so that that to me has been a really big goal just for the past two years is like get out of your comfort zone because you'll never grow or hit certain goals or you know um get higher in your purpose if you just stay exactly where you are and I love that about you because that's something that you strive for Mm, Yes, absolutely. And I truly believe we are all meant to be bold and those that do it effectively and do it consistently are the ones that actually get the life they want. But if you are willing to let be selfless and see other people do better than you, if you are willing to suck at something and go out of your comfort zone, and I mean daily, I do something daily, Holly. I do something daily that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me that I could actually flop. It could be a, a conversation just with a friend like, oh, they could reject me because I'm giving advice. Or it could be I'm doing this speaking gig and I'm not even sure if it's going to roll very well. It doesn't matter. I do something uncomfortable every day that I could actually potentially flop. It's in whatever. And it breaks me free from comparison, helps me get vulnerable, and helps me stand more encouraged. And third, pulling in my colors, pulling in my quotes, knowing that God wants me to be in a soul-possessed, all-consuming life about what I'm supposed to give to this world. I don't mean being selfish. I mean, really get dialed into me and all the crap of comparison, all the crap of not being perfect, all the crap just fades away because then I'm just doing this awesome dance of getting up, falling down, getting up. It's actually this creative dance. Yeah. It has to be freaking perfect all the yeah. time. It's so boring. I mean, my, my favorite talks, Holly, my favorite people I talk to that I totally respect that yes, have done really well in this life. I love their stories of just sucking it up and like breaking down and either going going bankrupt or losing their spouse or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, that's the good stuff. I don't give a junk about how successful yeah. I want to hear the, the hard stuff where you had to dig deep and be bold. And those are the three things I would say that you can really do if you're selfless and help others be better than you and do something every day. That's hard that you're going to be imperfect in and then ride the wave of something, a color, a, a picture, a person, a quote that pulls you back into your truth. It's that simple. And I believe simple steps are a lot more profound than the big ones that we think we have to do every day. High achievers always think we have to do 20 things. I I'm a minimalist. I leverage things. I leverage things for myself and for my clients and for the world. It, God is giving you stuff on a serving platter. We miss it all the time. And if you can take small steps in these tools, I'm even talking, about you'll be surprised how much better you feel a month from now and that boldness almost is an yeah. easy thing for you to do you know I, I jump off cliffs all the time so to speak and they're like oh my gosh it's yeah so easy for you. I'm like are you kidding me yeah I'm scared to do it every day but I've gotten so used to understanding that it doesn't make me less significant or more significant. it's just me doing this dance and if I fail I'm still doing well yeah. if I do well then I'm still doing well it's all the same and when we can really get that we truly have gotten the whole idea of what boldness truly is so honey all you girls out there step in boldness you're gonna be caught every day of the week i love it well thank you so much (laughs) just for speaking life into the girls that listen to this podcast and what a perfect topic to really to you just like in your walk and journey and then what you do now with entrepreneurship and 
and women around the world and even your social media. I always love looking at your social media. So encouraging. And you just live life free. Like you just do you. And I respect that so much about you. Um, but thank you so much just for sharing your heart on her podcast and telling us tips and tricks of how to be bold and just like your journey and story of how you got um, from, you know, where you used to be to where you are today. So I'm believing the best for you, Miss Jennifer in Colorado and um, praying that all your dreams come true and God uses you tremendously, whether that's social media platform or just the connections that you meet um, through your business. But yes, thank you for speaking today. A hundred percent. Thank you so much for having me, Holly. It was a joy. I love this stuff. No problem. Well, thanks girls for listening to Girl Be Bold. We're going to be talking about this topic the whole month of September. So stay tuned for next week.